0: Tuning into the online broadcast network. After Buzz TV. Over twenty million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. After
1: Hello, everybody. You are watching and listening to AfterBuzz TV Spotlight On. I'm Jason Eichler, and before we get started, we want to make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel right down there. And if you want to participate in the conversation today, we're using the hashtag Spotlight On because we have a very special guest, Abby Ann, is here today.
2: Thank you for having me. Thanks for
1: me. coming in. Of course. So we're coming yeah. into future ex boyfriend, the yes. new single.
2: Yes, we are. Yeah, that it was so much fun to record. I'm so excited to share it with everyone.
1: We're going to talk all about that in a second, but first That's... we're going to get to know you a little bit Gosh, more. You, cool. I'm going to ask you some rapid fire questions and just say Perfect. the first thing that pops in your Exciting. head. Okay. Okay, cool. Last thing you Googled.
2: <laughs> Pressure. Oh my god. That's actually really hard. Okay, wait, let me think about this.
1: Oh, you can check your phone. That's
2: perfect. See? Sometimes it's Allocating my resources. But take a Louie oh. in downtown, okay. the restaurant. I live right there by there, go. actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Love it. Did you go? <laughs> I did. I went Saturday. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. You got to see
1: all the sites while you're in L.A. Of course. Okay, Song of the Summer.
2: Ooh. Five Hours by Dioro.
1: Oh. Yeah. Favorite late night snack. Popcorn, Really? hmm Do you put salt on it, butter on it? What do you do?
2: I like black pepper on it.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Is that a I, Texas thing?
2: I don't know. That's like, you know, like the skinny pop? Yeah. Well, I like loved that, and I was like, this has black pepper. I'm like, so much better than salt, and that's just what I use now. I'm
1: going to try that.
2: <laughs> yeah, do it. It's actually really good. Okay,
1: Celebrity Crush.
2: Ooh. Derek Spentley.
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay this might be awkward to answer because your parents are in the room But worst date you've ever been on
2: Oh my god Okay so (laughs) I went on this date And it was So incredibly like it's just like we didn't Click at all and it was just so incredibly awkward And like we like went to dinner And like there was nothing to talk about And I'm just like sitting there sort of like drumming My fingers I'm just kind of like Okay um, well I gotta go So This is bad Peace. Like have a nice life. <laughs> Did
1: you have somebody set up like call me and saying it's an emergency? Sorry, you should have somebody text. I know, you next time. I should
2: have. I was texting my friends the entire time. I'm like, oh my god, this is this awful. Is everybody's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm tied up. I'm like, I hate you. Okay, favorite <laughs> Super app. Nice guy though. Uh, Instagram.
1: Okay, that's good. You have a pretty big following on Instagram too, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, I love it there. So it's cool. I'm like, hey guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you have any like selfie tips?
2: Ooh. Always point it up. Okay. It's like more flattering. And I know. Then, you don't yeah. want the double chins. Yeah, exactly. So always point it up and then got a good selfie.
1: Perfect. <laughs> Taylor Swift or Katy Perry?
2: Ooh, Taylor Swift.
1: Country? Yeah. Gotta go country? Yeah, gotta. First stick with concert. My roots.
2: First concert at Hannah Montana. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Was it the best of both worlds, sure. <laughs> it,
2: Most. Of, yeah, I it may, was. I may have
1: been there, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right.
2: Yeah, I was fangirling the entire time.
1: That's hilarious. If you weren't doing music, what do you think you'd be doing? Business. Business? Mm-hmm. Oh, really?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Are you going to be involved on the business side of your career, you think?
2: Yeah, I am. I'm actually studying entrepreneurship in college. Oh, wow. Yeah, so doing That's that. That's crazy. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so when did you first get into music?
2: I well I did musical theater when I was younger and so my parents you know they let me do a bunch of different activities and really just wanted me to like find what I loved and so I I mean musical theater stuck with me and I was determined at a really young age to pursue a career in music and here I am. <laughs> was
1: it when did you sort of make the switch into country music?
2: Um I was about 13 I because I had done a lot of you know just like playing around I listened to a bunch of different genres and so you know I was super like engulfed in a bunch of different you know things and I just like I always came back to country because it really resonated with me most and you know it was what I grew up listening to
1: because Texas is all about country oh yeah
2: you know (laughs) so did you
1: when did you start writing songs
2: I wrote my first song when I was twelve. Okay. and It was about Converse.
1: <laughs> like the shoes. <laughs> yeah. Would you Would you sing it for anybody today?
2: Oh my god! I don't even remember how it how goes. goes. That's funny.
1: <laughs> you should find that. I know. That I will. So when did you sort of decide I want to make a career out of music?
2: I well, let's see. I was, you know, I was doing a lot of musical theater and I I did three plays at once at one point. Yeah, I was a workaholic at age 12. And so I just sort of, you know, like I like thought about that and I was like, wow, I've been doing this so much. Like I've been, you know, I like really enjoy this. Like there's nothing I don't like about it. And so a 12 year old me was like, (laughs) let's do it. And so then, you know, just kind of as I grew up, it really stuck with me.
1: That's cool so um, EP is 17 yes. talk to me all about
2: it oh my gosh well I'm so excited for it to be out you know it's it's just such like a huge you know accomplishment, like for any artist to put out their own material and, you know, just the songs on it really represent who I am as a person and as an artist, so it's sort of like a little piece of me to the listeners.
1: And how many of them did you write?
2: I wrote two of them, actually, on that one, yeah.
1: When you're choosing songs you didn't write, how Mm -hmm. do you make sure you're still connecting with them? What's the process like for that?
2: Yeah, you know, it was actually funny because some of the songs that I listened to in publishing meetings, I ended up relating to more than some of the very own ones that I'd written. Oh, (laughs) really? I know, it was so bizarre. I was like, okay. hey Abby and um, you know it's super hard just to choose songs because we listen to so many great ones and there's so much talent in the industry and I just you know the three songs that are not my own that I didn't write are just you know I relate with them so well, and you know, I feel like they're really good representations of who I am.
1: That's cool. And for yeah. this, what was the songwriting process like? Because I know in country music, mm-hmm. a lot of times you just get together in a room with yeah, a bunch yeah, of people yeah. and write. Do you like to write better on your own or with other people?
2: You know, I love writing with people on my own. Like, I always, I mean, people. With other people, not on my own. Uh,
1: (laughs) Got it. (laughs) Yes,
2: you know, both. No, I'm just kidding. And so I always think, like, whenever I'm writing alone, it kind of feels like I'm, like, bouncing a tennis ball off a wall. And so it's sometimes a little bit hard to, like, you know, I just like to have someone else there to, you know, know, encourage the creative process and really pitch it. And, you know, it's also always really fun to just, you know, sit down and brainstorm.
1: Is there ever, I think if I was a songwriter, I'd be so scared to, like, write songs about the people I know. Oh, my God. Is that tough?
2: (laughs) You know, whenever someone really gets me mad, like, they can expect a song out of it. It's just how it is. (laughs) And I think, you know, it's not like, I don't really get scared about it because I'm a pretty pronounced person like i pretty much say what i'm they thinking know. yeah so they already know like they know it's coming like they know what i have to say <laughs>
1: <laughs> so like future ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. if a guy messes with you he's up for he's up for a song to be written about him
2: <laughs> you never know could happen Watch
1: your backs <laughs> <laughs> and we have to talk you're going on tour with kelly clarkson
2: yes I am. how did you find that out Oh my gosh. Well, my mom called me downstairs and my dad was out of town. And so he, she was like, well, um, I already knew that it was in the works, like it wasn't guaranteed okay. or anything. So it was happening, but you know, it wasn't for sure. And so my mom was like, hey, can you just call your dad real quick? You know, she's like super chill and was like, yeah, whatever. And so I get on the phone and my dad's like, well, Abby, you're going on tour with Kelly Clarkson. And I was like,
0: wow
2: oh, <laughs> some next level and i was That's like crazy wow and i just you know i started bawling <laughs> i was so happy and you know it's always been a huge goal of mine to um perform at staples because i grew up a lot of, a lot i spent a lot of my time here i've lived out here for five years yeah. in la so um you know it was the place where i saw one of my first concerts it was the place where i just really like called like my sort of like yeah. home stadium because my own hometown didn't have one so you know i'm super excited it's such a huge honor to be going on without you know bill of such talented yeah. artists
1: well, have you always been a big kelly fan
2: yeah i have i mean she's always been my jam like i love her she's just has the most amazing voice and just a, you know and really unique charisma
1: did you get to meet her yet?
2: Not yet, okay. but I'm Are you going to fangirl when you see her? <laughs> I possibly okay. might. I might have to, like, step out of the room for a second, <laughs> Just take a breather and get back in. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Do you... What are you doing to prepare yourself for the road?
2: You know, I am really just taking a lot of time to relax. I'm graduating high school, so after that... So a big I'm just, year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm just kind of, you know, taking a little bit of me time, spending a lot of quality time with my friends before I hit the road, and rehearsing with the band, and, you know, just... Focusing on writing some new material, maybe you'll see it, and just sort of, you know, um, really just cherishing this time before we go out.
1: And is it going to be different? Because you're playing, like, huge arenas now. (laughs) How are you going to approach that differently than the shows you've been playing?
2: You know, I don't think I'll probably approach it the same way. Because, I mean, I did grow up on a stage. It's It's a very, like, organic place to me. Like, it's basically my home and so it's definitely going to be new performing on these huge arenas but i'm so so excited i just can't wait
1: that's awesome thank you so after the tour you're actually going to college in the fall i am Talk to me about your choice to do that.
2: Yeah, well, my parents, they really instilled a huge value of education in me. So I've always had a huge passion for it, huge passion for learning. And so I you know, I just feel like I'd be doing a discredit to myself if yeah. I didn't do both because I love both equally.
1: But you're going for business, you mm-hmm. said.
2: Yeah, entrepreneurship.
1: So, are you going with your like music career in mind, where you want to run everything, mm-hmm. or do you want to be yeah. in some other field?
2: Yeah, no, I definitely. I feel like entrepreneurship is a very broad major where I can, you know, use what I learned there to implement and you know be independent in my own career and you know know what I talk yeah. about. So, definitely, I plan to minor in, um, in music industry. So, I'll oh, have that's that cool. So, you're dual. gonna keep
1: performing once you're in college?
2: Yes, most definitely.
1: Okay, that's mm-hmm. plan. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and so you're moving to Nashville then.
2: I am going to Belmont, so I'm going to do that.
1: That's like the country music city.
2: Yes, it is. It is it's the little hubbub of it all.
1: Who in Nashville, like, which country artist right now would you most like to work with?
2: Oh, there's so many. Oh my gosh. Well, you know what? I personally grew up listening to Shania Twain. Oh, okay. And so she is absolutely my one of my biggest inspirations. So if I had to choose anyone, it'd be her.
1: And Shania Twain and I know you said Mm you um Taylor's a big influence for you as Mm -hmm. well, both have sort of made the transition from country into pop. Do you see yourself doing that?
2: You know what, I definitely have a lot of influences in my music, but I don't think I'll ever plan to necessarily move genres. Um i really like i'll always have influences of country of rock of pop Mm -hmm. that'll always be in my music i don't really like to define it as like crossover but it's definitely different than traditional country but it'll always my music will always have those country elements just because that's really like who i feel fits me as an artist i like that thank you
1: if you could tour with any country artist who would it be
2: Oh, my gosh. Well, I just saw Eric Church on Twitter. Oh, okay. That'd that would be And that was rocking, so that would be crazy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like that. And you're involved in a lot of different anti-bullying campaigns. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about those.
2: Yeah, well, I... Um, Stand for the Silence is one of them, and that's actually based out of my hometown in Midland. And, um, you know, I grew up, and I, you know, I suffered a little bit of bullying myself. I was definitely a little bit of an odd duckling in a really sport-orientated town, and I was always the one who was kind of like, I'm gonna go write a song. Yeah. So, <laughs> that definitely, you know, I strayed a little bit from the norm in my school, and so definitely found some struggles with That. And so I really can relate to the kids who are going through, you know, some hard times. And I use my music to hopefully help them get through it, like music did for me. And, you know, I strongly support anti bullying. And I think that anything we can do to make a change is necessary and really important.
1: What's your advice for like a kid that's going through it right now?
2: You know, I always find, like, even myself, like, you're kind of embarrassed to, like, even, like, talk about it with Uh anyone because, like, you're like, oh, wow, like, I'm being bullied. Like, great. Like, I'm the one who people don't like. Like, you have that sort of, like, connotation in your own head. And so I feel that talking about it with someone is, like, the most important thing to do. And you can always talk to me. Like, I'm here. (laughs) And I think that, you know, someone you're comfortable with, someone that you... Feel like you can confide in because getting that other person's support and like understanding that you have that is such a huge part that seems to be lacking in a lot of struggling kids' lives.
1: That's awesome. And if people want to get involved, yeah. what can they do?
2: Yeah, well, you know, you can contact me. And Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I definitely, I help out a lot. And, you know, I love talking to kids who are going through that sort of stuff. And Stanford the Silence is a great organization in Midland. And a lot of, you know, a lot of lives have been saved by it. That's awesome. Thank you.
1: So five years from now, you're graduated Ooh, from college. Yes. You're still doing music. Where Where else do you see yourself?
2: I see myself, oh, I see myself touring. That's like, okay. I, you know, like, I mean, I seriously grew up on a stage. Like, performing is my true passion. I just love, you know, um, the fact that I can even, like, you know, make, make someone's day or put a smile on their face. The fact that that's a possibility, you know, that's sort of what keeps me motivated. So definitely that. And, you know, just really enjoying life. I'm definitely one to not do anything unless it's fun. So, you know, just... Being, be in me. <laughs>
1: well, your first tour is Kelly Clarkson, so you're going to have to top it.
2: Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's
1: going to be hard to top. I know, but... she's incredible. <laughs> so the EP is out. Are we working on a full-length album?
2: Yeah, we're working on a lot of new material right now, so you can stay tuned and expect some more in the works, definitely.
1: And we'll hear some of that maybe on the tour.
2: Possibly, you never know.
1: Potentially. Awesome. <laughs> well, if we want to hear more music from you, where can, where can we find it?
2: Yeah, you can go to my website. and It's abbyabi.fm short and sweet. And then my Twitter handle is abbyabi and a and in music. And then the EP of course is 17 and it's on iTunes. So go check it out.
1: Awesome. Make sure you guys get that. Thank you so much for coming in yeah, today. such a
2: pleasure. Thank Good you Good luck having. on tour this summer. Oh, well, thank you.
1: If you guys want more from Abby, you can click more links here and follow afterbuzz TV on Twitter and Facebook I'm Jason eichler we will see you guys back in here next time from executive producers
0: Maria Manunos Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire afterbuzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the afterbuzz TV network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions be sure to visit afterbuzztv.com.